Welcome to the May 2021 edition of Transcript Radio. From ODOT's Central Office Communications team, I'm Mike Lovins, and I'll be your host. Summer is just around the corner, and with May being Scenic Byway Month, what a better time to get pumped up for a road trip. So let's get this show on the road. We start this month's episode by talking to Matt McLaren, director of Ohio Find It Here, to get some ideas on what to do and where to go this summer right here in Ohio. So Matt, thank you very much. How are you doing today? Doing great. It's great to be on the show. I appreciate your time here. Um, yeah, so we're getting into to, you know the, the start of, of summer here. People are going to be out and about doing their road trips. Um, so I thought this was a really good time to kind of get you involved in in uh in the show here and and talk about what people in ohio can can expect this summer and um but but let me ask you this so ohio find it here you know it's the the slogan that we're starting to see pop up and and uh, hopefully more people are becoming familiar with but can you explain a little bit of the meaning behind it sure it, it is travel season again in ohio so it's a great time to be on your show and in ohio you can find it here uh, it's the brand for the state of Ohio. It's our marketing campaign. Uh, Ohio Find It Here really connects to people emotionally. So all the research we see shows that people have, many people have a tie to our state from either growing up here, going to college here, having friends or family that live here. And with the Ohio Find It Here brand, we're able to show images of joy, happiness, and excitement that tie into that emotional connection and make people want to come back to Ohio to visit or stay and and uh live learn work and play in our state too that's awesome uh yeah i've i've been an ohio resident my entire life so there hasn't been anything that's gotten me out of here yet so (laughs) (laughs) um maybe you can explain a little bit of the importance of tourism through the state of ohio yeah i'd love to and it's a great time to talk about this because uh, may really kicks off the tourism season in ohio uh, we start to see things like Kings Island and Cedar Point open up. Uh, the north coast uh, along Lake Erie really starts to see boat traffic and everything pick up this time of year. Uh, and we, we see a tremendous amount of travel. And uh, this year, we're actually seeing numbers of travelers go up a lot. 88% of travelers say that they plan to travel within the next six months, many of those in the next two to three months. Uh, and I think Ohio's positioned very well to capture a strong share of that travel um, because most of those visits are going to be by car. And Ohio does great being uh, accessible to a day's drive of the United 60% of the United States. Uh, so we're excited for this travel season. And we know when people come to our state, they spend their money. That helps with jobs. That helps with uh, the retailers, the restaurants, the lodging, the attractions that all need those visitor spending to be able to continue in Ohio. Absolutely. Speaking of you know road trips, what are some of the you mentioned? Well, you mentioned Kings Island and, and Cedar Point, which are fantastic. But what are some of the uh, the best road trips that you can do in the summer in Ohio? Yeah, our promotions, Ohio Find It Here. We have ten perfect road trips at Ohio.org. Uh, some of the most popular ones: the Rock and Ride road trip ties into those amusement parks opening up. Uh, it's a seven-stop road trip that'll take you across the state of Ohio. Uh, think about things like. Cedar Point. They're celebrating their 150th anniversary of Cedar Point this year. It's amazing to think of it as being that old, people coming to the beach up there and now to this incredible amusement park known as the roller coaster capital of the world. 
Uh, also, Kings Island is on that list. They open up with their Orion roller coaster, which came out last year, but didn't really get its full debut because of it, the pandemic. Yeah. This year, we're going to see many more people riding the Orion roller coaster. It's one of the eight largest roller coasters in the world, right there in Kings Island. And if you're a thrill seeker, those are two ones that are sure to, you know, get get your hair standing up. But if they don't, then I'm going to send you over to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, also part of that rock and ride road trip, uh, where there's just some amazing memorabilia telling the stories of all the rockers that have made it into the rock and roll hall of fame that is certainly one of my favorites and I'm, i've been itching to get back there so uh um yeah so with that then any idea how many visitors you're expecting to come through ohio yeah millions you know it, it won't hit the record number year that we saw in uh, 2019 uh, where we had 20 222 million visits both um, from Ohioans traveling across our state, but also from those coming into our state. Uh, but we know we're gonna have a lot more than we did in 2020. And I, I've seen some recent numbers, uh, AAA is expecting uh, the number of people traveling this Memorial Day weekend to be only a few percentages less than what we saw in 2019. So we know people are out and traveling again and, and Ohio's ready to capture its uh, share of the millions of travelers we expect this summer. A, a lot of the things we've kind of talked about are maybe a little bit more older kids, teenager, adult, but a lot of these uh, folks coming through are going to be families with small kids. Are there any road trip destinations you can think of that are more suited to the younger folks? Yeah, absolutely. What we tried to do by having 10 perfect road trips at Ohio.org, you know, we have that rock and ride for the thrill seekers, but then we try and create other ones to people's uh, tendencies. So you'll also find a highway to history road trip, which lists some of the amazing historic places across the state of Ohio. Think of things like the state house right here in Columbus that are on that road trip. Um, that's a great way for kids to learn in real life with their family, right? Uh, also, we have a family fun road trip. Uh, you'll see things on that, like the uh, National Museum of the United States Air Force over in Dayton, which is actually free to oh, go into. Oh, yeah, that's a great one, too. It, it is, and they have four hangarfuls of giant airplanes, old rockets, even some space shuttles. I know that's a favorite of my daughter's and mine. Uh, and then also on Ohio.org, the 10 perfect road trips you'll find our new 12-stop art road trip. And these are for people that really enjoy culture, that want to see things, and, and you'll uh, right away think of some of the stops that are on it. Things like the Columbus Museum of Art, the Dayton Art Institute, and the very famous uh, Cle Cleveland Museum of Art. Uh, but what's unique about this road trip, it also has some stuff you probably wouldn't have thought about. Things like the flood wall murals down in Portsmouth, over almost a half mile of these incredible murals that they keep up to date oh, wow. all across the downtown, just inside the Ohio River there on their flood wall. Uh, other things like the Outdoor Art Museum you'll find in Amish country at the end at Honey Run. Uh, so some really neat stops on that 12-stop art road trip. Um, I, I'm not a huge history buff, but when I experience it, like it's just like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you don't know how much you're kind of missing some of this until you get to experience it. Um, which, speaking of which then, what about hidden gems people might not be aware of? Yeah, the hidden gems of Ohio. Well, now I can't give away all of them because there, that's, there's some secrets that, that my daughters and that's I like to go to. the point of them to. being hidden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one of my favorites, uh, it's becoming not so hidden anymore. Uh, Hocking Hills is a huge destination, mm -hmm. and we're, we're seeing the number of people, just uh, cabins and such, already filling up for the summer. Um, people know about Old Man's Cave. People know about the end, Cedar Falls and the Cedar Fall area. 
but Ash Cave is actually one of my favorites there. And if you go right after a rain, you'll see this multi-story tall waterfall, and it's an easy hike into it. It's one of the uh, the hidden gems for me. Conkles Hollow, I think, was one that I used to yeah, absolutely. go to a lot. So, um, well, yeah. and, and to stay on that theme, there's 75 free state parks in the state of Ohio, thanks to our Ohio Department of Natural Resources. Um, one of the things you can do this year, they've created a passport. So for a few dollars at any state park uh, store, state park lodge store, you can pick up that passport and start checking off as you go to the 75 state parks across the state of Ohio. I'm gonna give you one more that's a hidden gem for me. Okay. That's Clifton Gorge over near Yellow Springs. Make a day of it, go see Clifton Gorge. It's a beautiful hike above the gorge. And then you can go into Yellow Springs, which has some great little restaurants and retail shops. Um, makes for a great trip. Awesome, awesome. Beautiful Ohio, uh, which is a great song too, by the way. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> what Ohioans may not know is that May is Scenic Byway Month. Um, so to get to these destinations, you got to take our, our beautiful roads. So um, what's your favorite Ohio Scenic Byway? Yeah, in Ohio, you can find it here. And if you have some time to take the byways, you have just beautiful forests, little towns, uh, great experiences. And one of my favorite experiences actually isn't that far from uh, where, I, where I live in Columbus. Uh, I like going up to the Granville Scenic Byway just off of 37. Uh, it takes you, Denison's just such a unique, unique college mm -hmm. and a neat area of our state right there in Granville, but then their downtown area that the byway goes through, um, all the little retails and, and shops that you find. Uh, it's a favorite of mine. I, I try and go up every year. And a lot of times take the bike. They have an incredible bikeway and bike path that you can go on there too. Nice. Um, what about uh, what about destinations for young lovers? Is there any place um, that uh, you might want to take for a, a romantic getaway? It you know it shouldn't surprise me, but it always does. How many people come to Ohio.org for romantic getaways? It ends up being one of the most searched things on our website. Uh, and we do have wonderful, lot, lots of wonderful options. And some of them are just the scenic byways themselves. Mm -hmm. Going along Lake Erie can be for a, a really nice romantic trip. Um, but one of the ones that are searched the most are the castles. And I, I did say that right, the castles in the state of Ohio. Wow. So if, uh, if you're looking for that romantic getaway, you have Landel's Mohican Castle near Mohican State Forest around Mansfield. Uh, it's this beautiful English-style castle that you can actually stay in. You spend the night, uh, makes for a great trip. And then also Ravenswood Castle down near the Hocking Hills. Uh, now this is more like a medieval feel to the, the outside of the building and the look, but it has first-rate amenities when you walk into the hotel rooms. Uh, so there's two castles you can stay at that make for some fun and romantic getaways in Ohio. That, that's got to put like the Renaissance Festival to shame, just staying in an actual <laughs> castle right here in Ohio. That's crazy. So a, a question that came up, and I thought we should see if you have an answer to this, but um, any idea when we'll get a new edition of the Ohio Travel Guide? Yeah, it's out. In fact, go to Ohio.org, and right now you can order your free copy of the 2021 Ohio Travel Guide. Uh, we were excited this year to actually feature a lot of the road trips we're talking about right now. So you can get more details on it from the guide itself. But then what has been very popular, we included some of the best places to eat, some of the unique foods that you can find uh, across the state of Ohio. And food mixed in with a good road trip. And then we also suggest places to stay and other things to do as you're making those road trips uh, can make for your next Ohio trip. So what are maybe some some big events that are happening that might be a, a draw. Right, isn't it fun to be talking about 
actual events again. Right, right. <laughs> and we can. We have four epic events in Ohio this year. Uh, one just happened, the NFL Draft up in Cleveland. And, and Cleveland did such a great job hosting it, getting uh, national attention. Uh, but there's three that you can still put on your list, epic events. Uh, they include the Pro Football Hall of Fame inductions happening in August. It's the Centennial class being inducted, so we know it'll be a big draw. And then also you're getting some really big names like Peyton Manning and Charles Woodson being inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, which we know will draw a lot of people. Uh, we also have the Solheim Cup. Now this is the biggest event in the LPGA and women's golf in the world. It brings the best golfers in the United States, women golfers against the best women golfers in Europe. It only comes to the US every four years. Ohio's got it in nice. Toledo, nice. Uh, the very first week of September. And then also on your list, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions. These are happening in October. And it's always an uh, amazing time to hear the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, who they're inducting, and hear some of that great rock and roll being played during the inductions. Awesome. I, I wouldn't mind checking out Tina Turner. Just going to say it. <laughs> Well, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. With all there is to do uh, throughout Ohio, is there anything left on your bucket list that you still <laughs> haven't done? There's a lot. There's a lot. I, I know it's. I got most of them checked off, but there's still a few of the counties, the 88 counties in Ohio that I want to go visit. There's a few in the southeast and a few in the northwest I still need to get to. Um, every year we make it up to Lake Erie, so I know I'm going to make sure that's on my list again this summer. Uh, and then going down along the Ohio River, um, Lawrence County, Ironton's actually going to, I'm, I'm going to give you one. There's one on, on my list. Uh, they're doing a lot of neat things with the downtown. Um, I love when you're able to see the sunrise or sunset from the Ohio River. There's some just great views that you can find when you're hiking. And then also the Wayne National Forest is down there. And, oh, yeah. Uh, way too often people forget that we have a national park with the Cuyahoga National Park near Cleveland and a national forest with the Wayne National Forest in Southeast Ohio, uh, right here in Ohio. And those are, are places that I wanna make sure that my two young daughters, they're both in elementary school and I get to visit this summer. Perfect. Well, Matt, thank you so much for your, your time and all of this great information. I, I Like I said, we're at the start of the season. I, I can't wait for Ohio residents to get out there and do some of this stuff, but for people outside of Ohio to come in and really take advantage of all the wonderful things that, uh, that they can do here. We're, we're excited for that too. This is the first time uh, in over a year that we're marketing to encourage visitors into the state of Ohio again. Uh, we know that the businesses have learned to operate safely and with the increase in vaccinations, uh, we are excited to see more people traveling and it, it really think it's gonna be a good summer season to help get the retails, restaurant, lodging, attractions, and events back on track in the state of Ohio. Nice. Well, whether you're just passing through or we are your final destination, make sure you come check out everything that beautiful Ohio has to offer. Once you know where you want to go, you need to know how to get there. ODOT's Bruce Hall is responsible for designing the Ohio maps that you can pick up at our rest areas. He's also a lover of state parks and offers some tips for getting the most out of your journey. So the map man, Bruce Hall. How you doing, Bruce? I am doing fine. How about you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for uh, for sitting down here with me. I, I know every you know you're kind of known for being the map man, but I, I gotta I, I gotta ask. So in this age of GPS and all that, what what do you think makes people still come back to those paper maps? I I think it's it's mo it could be more of a generational thing. 
Um, I myself am old enough to remember a time when that's all there was, was just a paper map. Um, and I know that uh, my daughter, uh, who has grown up with digital stuff, she's right, the transition period. But it, it, there's something about actually having a map. Um, I, you can look at it and see the big picture as to where you want to go from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. You can readily see the stops in between. They're reliable in case you get to a place where there's no internet. And I actually, we made our daughter learn how to read a map when she first started to drive, uh, even though she uh, had a GPS and was going to rely on it. But I said, well, you could be in a place where there's no internet. And then, you know, you, what are you going to do? You know, so, but it, it also helps with pre-planning. But like I said, it could be more of a generational thing. Uh, I myself, even if I look it up on uh, my phone or the computer, and get directions. I always like take a glance at the map just to see, you know, in case I hit a snag, you know, um, the GPS will sometimes not tell you to do something uh-huh. until you're right up on like the, the exit you're supposed to be on or something like that, you know. So, and it, it just helps me with uh, pre planning and just being more prepared. So, um, and I think that may be the, tr- maybe the uh, case with, um, with other people too who like, who like to have maps. So. That's that's actually a really good tip. And in fact, I'm sitting here thinking, man, I probably should have done that with my son when he got his license. But it's never too late. Yeah, never nope, too late. Never too late. So since you've been here at ODOT, then how many maps have you designed? My first map was in 2000. And from there, in the past you know, 20 some odd years, there have been six. And they usually come out every two years, but sometimes they're reprinted. If there's uh, no major changes, you know, to the highway system um, or anything that warrants like a complete redo um, of the map, there have been some years where they've just been reprinted. And that's why there are so few of them in, uh, relative to the number of years I've been doing them. So, but yeah, it's been six. So, six maps. And with the uh, the most recent change in, in Governor, I understand that... Uh that Governor DeWine took a little bit of interest in your last map. Yeah, he and I was really surprised. Um, I, Of course, you know, we always need a picture of the new governor um, when there is one for publication of a new map. And I got a call from um, someone from his office who at the time, I, I they just said that, they asked me who I was. They said that uh, you'll be expecting a call from uh, Governor DeWine. He has a question for you about the map. And... At first, I thought it was a gag. <laughs> you know, I thought, well, that that can't possibly be the case. But lo and behold, at three minutes later, I get a call, and it was the governor. Wow. And, and uh, his question was, he and his wife, uh, Fran, were at, um, I can't remember the name of the park, but they were having their official portrait taken, and he wanted to find out, is there any particular background or location that they would like me to you know like to i would suggest you know for um um for a backdrop uh for their photograph and i i I was still kind of stunned that he had called me um i told him um no whatever you know you think looks good i said um i just i said the only thing i can say is just uh look happy and uh, he turned to her and i could hear him say uh fran are we happy and uh, I heard her say, yes, we're happy. So, so he said, I think we got that covered, Bruce. Uh, thanks a lot. So <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> awesome. That is a fantastic story. I love that. 
Well, besides getting impromptu calls from the governor, what's your favorite part on working on a new map? It's actually the um, the content, the concept part of it, coming up with a theme. And actually, I, I should say a sub theme because the main theme is always uh, for me to get people to travel around the state. And I always like discovering things. You know, like, because there's a lot of stuff that we come across on our, you know, road trips and um, were more prevalent than they are in the past year or so. Um, but we would just stumble upon stuff, you know, like, oh, this is really cool. You know, so I wonder how many other people know about this or don't know yeah. about this. So so it would be like contacting places and getting photos of such and such, you know, and I like talking to people. So, I mean, it's it's um, I, I guess it's it's just the I just putting it together and seeing it all come together and gathering the info and then finding the hidden gems, you know, and being able to highlight them on the map. So speaking of hidden gems, you, you have a tendency to, uh, <laughs> to hide some family in the maps, don't you? Yep. Uh, uh, daughter Ashley, um, and she's been on all six of them. Uh, and the last few of them, some of her friends have been included too, but, um, it all started when I needed a photograph of a child in a seatbelt, you know, wearing a seatbelt. And uh, I explored looking at stock photos, and uh, the price for those were pretty high. <laughs> um, and then it, it just dawned on me while Ashley was five at the time, and I thought, well, I could just put her in the back seat of our minivan, you know, and just take her picture. And that's how it started. So ever since then, and, and uh, our then DD, communications DD, he saw it, but he didn't, you know, pay any attention. You know, it wasn't a big deal, right. you know, because I saved the state money, you know, <laughs> and... Um, so ever since then, I had, had just started putting her picture in, and um, it was more uh, kind of a just – I didn't want to draw attention to it. It was almost like a Where's Waldo right, right. type of a thing, you know. So, But um, gradually, I would just ask other people, you know, hey, do you want to, you know, maybe get your kids or so on the map. But Ashley's always been on, on everyone, and you can kind of watch the progression of her growing up. Because she started when she was five, and I think the well, she was twenty six um, on the current map. So, yeah. How great for you, and, how, and great for her to be able to, you know, have something like that to to kind of look back on. That's very fun. Yeah. So, speaking of road trips and 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 stuff like that, and, and family, I understand you have kind of a, a love for state parks. Yes. How many state parks have you visited? Have they all been Ohio or? Have you branched out? Um, mostly they've been in Ohio. There have been um, a few in Michigan, um, which I'm sorry, I can't remember the, the names. I can tell you where we went. We've gone to the Upper Peninsula, Michigan, uh, Traverse City area, but most of them have been in Ohio, maybe nice. a couple North Carolina ones. So, But um, in Ohio, there have been about 18, 18 different parks we've been to, so... Very cool. Now, do you just kind of like drive through them or do you ever like stop and camp or? Out of that number, probably 14 we've camped at. Wow. Um, the others, you know, of course, were just, that was pre, you know, pre camper. We, um, and uh, those are ones we just uh, stop at or passing through and uh, stop and picnic and or go hike, go for a hike. You yeah. Know, sometimes they're just destinations and we'll just decide we're going to want to go hiking somewhere. So, do you have a favorite? There's a couple that I like, and they're for all various reasons. Um, <laughs> Mohican was nice um, because it has a very a lot of different trails to hike at. Um, they also have water um, sports, and you know you can get a tube and go down the 
the river there. Um, Indian Lake was very pretty. It had some nice hiking trails too. So, like I said, all of them. Lake Logan. I mean, that was nice because we we rented a boat there, and all most of them have oh, places fun. where yeah. you can you know rent uh, rent a pontoon boat or something. So or canoe livery. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, they all pretty much have the same amenities. Yeah. I guess the the basic difference is in is in um, the number and the type of trails they have if you if you want to do hiking. So awesome. So summer's here pretty much uh any tips for people trying to pick a state park to visit decide what your primary reason and i guess and and it's not like it's a um you know something you have to do i mean you still want to have fun but i mean if you're if you're primary looking for a place to hike you know most of the parks have um have a, a park map on their sites and you can and it has all the trails outlined so you can check them out and see um, how long they are, how short they are, if you just want to do like short hikes, and how strenuous they could be. And if you want to do the water activities, you know, um, I don't think all of the parks have um, watercraft rentals. But, um, you know, if you want to do stuff like that, um, it's really, um, you can read the reviews on some of them, sure. too, you know. And, of course, you know, the more popular parks are, tend to be a little more crowded. You know, I, I, what hawking comes to mind. I mean, hawking, I think you almost have to book uh, a year in advance. Um, it, it's that popular. Uh, Mohican, I mean, it's one of the larger ones, too. Those don't tend to fill up as much as hawking. But um, um, just decide what you might, you know, what your focus is. Yeah. And, and just, you know, read do a little bit of research. Um, I think just about anybody in Ohio will recognize Hawking Hills as, yeah. as a name. So, well, maybe, uh, maybe if somebody from... Uh, Department of Natural Resources or, or whatever's listening, you know, if they ever need a new map for any of these parks or whatever, maybe they can yeah. <laughs> think of you for that. Um, all right. So, Bruce, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, though. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Absolutely. There was no shortage of unique and wacky town names in Ohio. I picked out a few of my favorites to share here with you. Some people might call living along the banks of the Ohio River heaven, but for some, it's utopia. Utopia was founded in 1844 by followers of French philosopher Charles Friere. Friere's writings inspired his readers to create their own utopian society. So let me ask residents of Utopia, did they succeed? I defy you to find a more famous child of Defiance, Ohio than Kevin Bacon. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm getting updated information. Okay, clarification. Former state senator Kevin Bacon is not the same Kevin Bacon that we are all a few degrees separated from. Maybe it's not the birthplace of a Hollywood star, but from what I hear, it's a great place to live. If you're hoping to find the center of the world, look no further than Northeast Ohio. Located in Trumbull County, this small community was founded with the hopes of becoming a major economic center for Northeast Ohio. However, when the railroads came through nearby Warren, center of Ohio fell into decline. No, Knock'em Stiff is not the hometown of Buster Douglas. That would be Columbus. It's located in Ross County to the southwest of Chillicothe. There are tons of stories that try to explain how it got its unusual name, from bad advice from a preacher about a cheating husband to moonshine. Even if you've never traveled through Knock'em Stiff, it may sound familiar, 
The movie The Devil All the Time is set in Nakamstiff, and it's based on Ross County native Donald Ray Pollock's book of the same name. If you look hard enough, you might just find the dot on the map that is Waldo, Ohio. Where's Waldo? It's in Marion County and was founded in 1833 by M.D. Pettibone and named after his son, Waldo. At the 2010 census, there were just 338 people living in this small Ohio village. What fun town names have you come across? Let me know and maybe I'll mention those the next time we visit this topic. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe on your chosen podcast platform and never miss where these roads take us next. Be sure to visit Ohio.org to find all the exciting things you can do right here in Ohio. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, email me at michael.lovins at dot.ohio.gov.